Welcome everyone to Overcome Podcast. This is episode 54 and a very special one because he's joining all the way from Germany this uh, rising star from judo, Alina Bonn. Alina, thank you very much for joining. Hi everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. I'm really excited but also nervous because it's not my <laughs> mother tongue so I'm... <laughs> bit nervous though <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fine alina uh although you are very young you have a amazing track record in judo uh very impressive european cadet champion in 2015 silver medal at the world cadet championship 2015 recently european champion uh in sofia um and also uh silver medal at the tel aviv grand slam i mean it's outstanding uh when did you start training judo and what really uh, drove you to start training judo um i started judo in 2008 but i was already really interested into fighting um i asked my dad if i can join judo because he did judo when he was younger too and he said no i think um yeah, you are a bit not. You are not tough enough. And I was like, okay. So there was there was once the opportunity to join a holiday program, um, in my little village, and I said like, oh, I will I will try judo. He said like, yeah, of course you can try. So I so I came there, and um, I had a couple of judo lessons, and after that the coach came to my parents and said like. I need this girl in my competition class. So wow. <laughs> I get a judo gi and a white belt and please bring her next Friday to training. And I was, of course, super excited because, um, yeah, I love the training there and um, I love the, the judo spirit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was so excited. And I asked my mom, please, please bring me. And then my dad was also happy and my mom as well. So they brought me directly to training and that's how the journey started. Yeah, I saw this week that you posted a, a, a video of uh, little you uh, playing judo, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> yes, uh, really started in category 33. Wow. <laughs> what was the most difficult part of this judo career so far? What, did, what are some of the hardest moments in your opinion? I think the hardest moments for me are the injuries because um, in the final of the World Championship, I ripped my ACL, my left. Um, wow. That was pretty hard because I never had a major injury. I was, I was really, um, yeah, I didn't know what to do because that meant for me half year no judo at all. Then slowly getting back on the mat, and it was a difficult time. I became 18 in this year, and. Um, I wrote also my exam, so that was a really difficult part because I didn't have the feeling that I belong to the judo world anymore mm. because if you're out, you're out. Yeah. And uh, then watching others going to tournaments and winning big medals, that, that hurt. Yes. And um, yeah, so uh, that was, that was um, I think, the, the worst part. But How long, how know, long were you out? Uh, you were out the entire year to recover? think after 10 months I did my first competition but a really small one mm -hmm. but that was a really long time 10 months is um, a long time yeah but I I came back and I did a couple of competitions and everything everything went well and then I ripped two weeks before the Europeans juniors my other LCL oh wow and Ooh. yeah so my junior time was um, with a lot of pain <laughs> 
you think that this happened because it was the beginning and you were still finding your game adjusting because it feels like right now you are pretty healthy right you're not having a lot of issues no i have no problems with my knees at all anymore and i'm super happy about that but um I ripped my other ACL, so the right side, so it was not a problem of the rehab of the other one. It was more like also the irony was not perfect. Um, yeah, it was just um, really unlucky, I would say, because it was a moment in a, in a fight and I couldn't control it anymore, so it happened. I don't think it was anybody's fault. Mm -hmm. It was more like it's part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game, that's for sure. And, and I've seen some really great... Uh, videos that you post about uh, conditioning training, cardio training, uh, very cool stuff. So how important for you is the this physical activity besides everything else that you do for Judas is to strengthen your, your, your body uh, and, and prevent injury? Yeah, that's really important. I think judo is so complex, like... Um, you need condition, you need strength, you need um, um, technique, you need tactic, you need so much. So it's so important that you train many different kind of um, stuff. So, um, and to be honest, circuit training, like um, what I also post the most, <laughs> I like really much. I like this kind of training. I like to um, go to my limits. I'm actually really good at that and um, yeah, enjoy this kind of training and I'm also happy this is part of um, judo. When you do those uh, type of training, do you do every day or do you do like three times a week? How, how do you manage that? That's different. That depends if uh, there are tournaments are coming up. So in a week before a tournament, I have just speed training, like really short um, intervals. Mm -hmm. I don't know yep, how to call yep, like this. Yep. Short. Mm -hmm and like five six seconds and then 55 seconds break i like this kind of training wow. really much um but it gives also a lot of muscle ache so um i really like it but that is just a pre-competition training mm -hmm. if i do normal circuit training or strength training then of course the interval get longer and the breaks are getting shorter so it just depends in which time of the progress i yeah, am so it depends and on the, the coach are checking that for me so yeah. i don't need to do that <laughs> and right now you are uh in rehab what happened yeah uh, at the grand slam in the mongolia i was fighting uh, for bronze and um yeah i don't know what happened because i didn't um, notice it but i was in the fight and i noticed just that my right arm was not really working um my right arm is really important for my hip and I didn't um, achieve contact with, the, with my opponent. Mm -hmm. And I was already so curious whether it doesn't work out. And um, I managed to win with three shidos because I couldn't throw. And I went out and I said to my coach, something is wrong with my arm. And he said, like, really? And then, um, yeah, it became stiff and I couldn't move it anymore and became sore. And I was like, oh, something happened there. So I ripped my inner ligament a bit, but not totally. Mm -hmm. So I don't need any operation. Um, so I'm relieved about that, but it still takes five till six weeks. So that's why you're doing physical therapy right now. Yes, I have a lot of physio and a lot of rehab training, like really soft um, exercises with my arm. It's kind of boring <laughs> because I love physical training so much. But yeah, 
it's also part of this life. Yes, it is. And and as you said, it happens like you don't even know in which moment of the fight it happens. You just start feeling, yeah. right? It's very odd too because it's not like you did a movement that you don't do very often. You were just doing what you usually do. Yes. Yeah. Um, Uh, when it comes to randori, uh, uchikomi, weightlifting, cardio, if you think uh, on on all those trainings that you have to do, you have to do a lot. Which one you think is the priority number one for you to improve your judo? So this is a question: What is the priority to improve my judo? Not what I have the most fun. At. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's definitely randori. Like. Randori is there and then really, really later something else is coming because I love to fight. Um, I think for me, the most important is technical training um, because I need to be, so, um, I need to find uh, more solutions to come through with my strong hip. And um, yeah, I always notice if I train a lot of technical training, I improve much more in Randori. But As I said, I think it's always important in which time I am right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's not a smart idea to learn a new throw if you are just before a competition. Yeah. So if I have time and um, there's right now a little break, then it's really important for me to do technical training. But in front, of, uh, short before a competition, I need randori. I need um, speed training. And um, so I really can't say what is the most What is yeah, the it's a combination important? of everything for sure. Uh, yeah. When you do randori, is like an hour, two hours. How you you uh, when is the timeline usually for, per day? Um, one and a half till two hours, but of course there's also warming up and um, getting ready part in it. So, so, so yeah. there's a, 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 so in in this interval there's a lot of uchikomi too, right? Yeah. To get um, at the beginning to warm up every part of your body that you don't get injury, mm -hmm. um, and also of course a bit speed training before we get started. Yeah. And and talking about uh, don't get injury, uh, how do you manage? Uh, which is another very important part for an athlete, the recovery. Do you have any special programs? Anything that you do for recovery? Yes. Rec I just can't agree. Recovery is so important, and I also need sometimes a bit longer than others because um, my judo is really um, needs much power. <laughs> so my recovery is sometimes a bit longer in comparison to my uh, training partner. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of reboots. I don't know if you know this thing that is something which pumps the legs up and. Um, makes makes relax them it's like of i don't know how it calls but the brand is reboots mm -hmm. um i really like to use that i also like to go into sauna oh. yeah also after really hard trainings came i love to do wellness <laughs> and um yeah the nutrition is also really important yes. in the part of recovery so and the sleep a lot of sleep too and sleep <laughs> yeah oh, i love sleeping and i need sleep i, I sleep so much <laughs> Do you do any cryotherapy? The ones, uh, any cold uh, shower or anything related to that? Yeah, sometimes. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of it <laughs> because I I don't like cold. Yeah. But on training camp, I'm sometimes from a coach forced to. So I also do sometimes cryotherapy, but I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah. But it helps. But 
It's just not that nice. Yeah, it's not. You prefer sauna. Yeah, I prefer the, the hot weather too. Uh, I, li I live in Texas, so I love the heat here in Texas. <laughs> I get it. Have you ever had any... Uh, you, you talked recently about uh, the both knees uh, injury. And after you fix both knees, probably those were the, the biggest challenge for you, right? Since then, you've been pretty healthy and just now with, the, with your left, uh, right arm, correct? I had also uh, other elbow injury on the other side one year ago. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I always say, like, if I get injured, then big time. Not like I don't have little things, but if I injured then big time. But, um, yeah, I just follow the rehab, do what the doctors or the physios say, and um, I count on them, and they never let me down. So I always manage to... Um, come back, come back and most if, time come, even stronger exactly come back stronger because uh, you've been making a lot of progress um, I mean this year I was watching your interview after you won uh, the championship the, the European championship you were very emotional on that interview and uh, it was one interesting thing that you said on the interview is that uh, uh, she asked what was your expectation you said I didn't really have an expectation coming up I just want to do my best right so it feels like you were not creating and putting a lot of pressure on yourself. You just went there to do your best and that's it. Is that always the mindset that you have when you go to a competition? Yeah. Um, the main point is that like, I moved to 78 on short terms. Like, um, I'm not long in this category. That's why I also didn't have that big expectation because I haven't fought a lot of my opponents they don't know me i don't know them so most of the time it's like the first match we ever do mm -hmm. and um so i didn't have big expectations but um um yeah i try to calm myself down enjoy the competition enjoy the moment of being there i love the adrenaline i like this feeling in my body so yeah, I just go there and try to enjoy and then I hope the best will come out. So that's that's a very important point, right? Because you said you like the adrenaline, you like that feeling. So even if you do get nervous, you know how to manage, right? Because I, I, I imagine that going to a final, for example, you get a little bit nervous, correct? Yeah, if I wouldn't get nervous, <laughs> I would be nervous because like this feeling is part of the judo game and... Um, like um, I'm a bit addicted to this feeling that sounds weird because really many say like I'm too nervous I can't fight but I love this feeling if I don't have this feeling I'm also not that excited to fight so I really enjoy this part of judo and um, maybe I also brought my mindset to that because when I was younger I remember I was sometimes really really nervous when it was also not a nice feeling but after all these years, I I developed a kind of joy mm -hmm. with this feeling, and um, yeah. So that's a great I, that's I, a great point because you you just mentioned that in the beginning that feeling was not so good because you felt nervous and if you know it was not really good. So for people that are listening to this and they have this problem of getting too nervous, because I've seen people completely forgot uh, what to do because they were so nervous, right? Uh, 
you progress to a point that now you are looking forward for that feeling. You are, as you said, you are addicted to that feeling. What changed over time and how it transformed in this feeling? It was just competing more and doing more? Mm, that is definitely true. With more competitions, you get more into the rhythm. But I also worked a lot with a mental coach. Um, which had conversations about that, and we developed some strategies how to cover, um, how to to cope with this, um, with these feelings. And I think this also helped me a lot. And I always try to remember myself: if I go out on the tatami and they're gonna say Hashime, then then is the, then I do things I'm pretty good at. So I should be excited for this word to happen. And then also all the nervousness falls away. Like if the fight starts, then everything is away and you can just go for it. And um, yeah, you need to remember that that is also just part of the competition and this this feeling makes you even stronger later. Yeah. If, if I wouldn't have this feeling, I don't think I could win anymore. Mm -hmm. Because then with no nervousness, ner nervousness, it's like also difficult, I think. Yeah, because you are so looking forward to that feeling of winning. And, and again, I've seen many of your fights and every time that you win, you celebrate a lot uh which is uh, pretty cool <laughs> i'm so emotional i i can't hide it it's just like all my face expressions are exploding yeah. <laughs> i noticed that too uh <laughs> it's funny because there's a lot of uh, judo players that they try to stay very uh composure and even when they win but you like you like explode you like i don't care i just want to celebrate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so me like I really can't hide it. Even if I would try, I think I would. I I, I wouldn't make it. <laughs> and so I, I believe that the next step for you is uh, getting enough points to the Olympics. Yes, like the qualification tournament started. I'm sorry, there's an ambulance. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um. Yeah, the first qualification tournament I got already 500 points, and that makes me already really happy because it's like. A base I can build on mm -hmm. and um, I was pretty upset that I couldn't fight Budapest and Zagreb but the next stop is the world championship and yeah I'm gonna go all in <laughs> and so you are aiming to go to Paris I believe right for the Olympics in Paris it's my big goal my big dream yes no I, I, I mean if you continue to do what you're doing I'm pretty sure uh, you're gonna make it. Um, do you have anyone in the, the main uh, uh, team that you look after that inspires you to always uh, go forward? Uh, any athlete, in specifically from the German team? Mm, of course, in my category, there's Anna Maria Wagner. She became world champion last year and also won the bronze medal. That's incredible. She have done incredible. And I really admire that work. And but to be honest, it's also my own category now. And also as I work with my mental coach, I need to try to focus on myself, focus on my goals and how I develop. So I think at this moment in the qualification round, it's really important that you stay with yourself, that you focus on yourself and not really what everybody else is doing Correct. also not the opponents from other countries it's more like it's all about your own development and about your own results and your own way to that 
to that game. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting that you you are uh, been working with this uh, mindset type of coach uh, for a long time. You you believe that you've been improving a lot by really building this mental strength. Definitely. We work with a lot of pictures. I have a really huge imagination. <laughs> so I work with pictures when I also went to the Met. I imagine myself being um, a boar, like a wild pig, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the picture, like also my spiritual animal. And yeah, I really think I go with, with a really good mindset because of her, like her name is Gunda. And um, yeah, I need to I need to think that I'm a wild pig and I can destroy everybody. So this is like the pre the the, the main mindset I have, and on this I build and um, I also work a lot uh, mental mentally. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. And as you said, you've been overcoming a lot of uh, obstacles throughout the journey, mainly because you've been also working on this mental strength, which. You, I think it's very unique because a lot of athletes sometimes they they have the abilities they have the physical abilities but they have not so strong mindset uh, so it, what you're doing I think it, it helps you a lot and it shows yes yeah definitely uh, it's a, also a big part if you don't have the mental mindset you you shouldn't go for a competition yeah Definitely. How many competitions between now and the end of the qualification you are you planning to do? Do you have um, already planned I, everything? No. Um, my coach also don't want me to look that far in the future. We focus step by step mm. and also need to check um, how I'm developing, how my body is feeling. And if I'm, I think the main thing is quality, not quantity. I think it's not a good idea to go on every qualification tournament just to collect as many points as possible. I think it's important to prioritize some competitions and then if I go there, then I want to deliver. So um, I think we should watch it step by step, also how my elbow is going and how, um, how I'm feeling and um, I think that will be all a bit more spontaneously. But do you have to have a certain amount of points in order to qualify? Sorry? Do you have to have a specific number of points for you to qualify for the Olympics? Um, I don't want to talk bullshit now, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you need to be top 16 or... 20? I, I don't know. Exactly, right. But you have to be on that top of the list for you to get the yeah. qualification, right? Right now I'm a world ranking number eight, I think. Mm -hmm. And I check it quite often because <laughs> it's also exciting. But um, yeah, with that uh, with that ranking, I could make it. But um, it's now still a long uh, road. It's two, almost two years. And um, yeah, we will see at the end. But I hope to to stay in the top ten. Yes, awesome. Uh, if you, when you look back, how you started, very exciting uh, start of your career and everything. If you could give an advice for yourself when you started, what would you do differently? I would tell myself, be patient, be patient. Everything will come. Everything, everything what's meant to be will work out. And um, 
I would give myself a lot of patience in my injury times. And I also tell my little me that um, she should listen a bit more to her body. Because sometimes I just want to go with the head through the wall. And that is not always the right way. Sometimes you need to listen a bit more, um, yeah, more to your body and communicate better with your coaches. And then maybe, I don't know, but then you can um, prevent some huge injuries, I think. That's amazing advice, Alina, because uh, in a, it's in interesting that uh, at uh, such a young age, you already identify that, you know, you cannot do things if your body is not ready to. So you have, as you said, you have to listen to your body. Sometimes when we are too young, we are, you know, full of energy and we just want to do it no matter what, right? True. Yeah, and definitely. If I'm going to, I go all in. And my coach also sometimes say, like, Alina can't fight with 60%. She always goes 100 it, it doesn't matter if it's Randura, if it's competition. This girl goes always 100% in. And sometimes it's also a bit dangerous. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yes. It's also a bit yeah. dangerous. But yeah, that I would tell my little me, I think. Because you, as you said, if you go 100% in every single Randor, the chances for you to get injured are way higher. True. That's big. Have you ever got any injury during Randori or most of us in competition? Um, no, actually, the other the, nah, the second ACL happened also in a training fight, but it was more like a training competition. So it was also more the competition feeling. And the other one, the my arm happened um, during a international training camp in the Netherlands. So, yeah, but yeah, of course, it all happened in Randuria. Yeah, international training camps is pretty tough, right? Because uh, you have athletes all over the world and they are trying uh, to go as near as possible to that competition feeling, correct? True. But sometimes, like, there are also moments you need to stop if there's a wall or something. But, um, yeah, part of the game, it can happen. And I'm not mad on anybody, so. No, absolutely. No, I, I don't think that there is any malicious intention or anything. It's just, as you said, it happens, sure. you know. It can happen, yeah. Yeah. Alina, this was uh, such an amazing conversation. You did so well. I don't know why you were nervous, because uh, you are very natural. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we need more interviews like this uh, from you to, to uh, share your story. Very inspiring story. Uh, congratulations for all your achievements. I'm really looking forward to see you on the Olympics. Uh, I think it's going to happen as you continue to progress. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I was, I was, uh, I was still nervous <laughs> because of the English, but it... It was better than I expected. Oh, yeah. As I said, natural. You did uh, uh, amazing. Uh, good luck on your recovery. Uh, keep Thanks. posting updates. Uh, you have a lot of followers uh, on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure people appreciate those videos. And mainly those conditional videos. Those are, I think, are the best ones. People love the, those ones. True. <laughs> But first, I go on holiday. I think I do a little Instagram break because I need the free mindset. And um, but if I come back, I keep you guys posted. Oh, you're gonna uh, gonna go on a holiday, so you're gonna be uh, out for some time. That's good. That's good. Yeah, just two weeks. I really need that because um, also with the injury and all the stress was now with the competitions. 
I'm happy to um, have some um, free time. Absolutely, uh, well deserved. And then you're gonna come back refresh and really uh, thirsty for for more. Uh, it'll be nice. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Alina. Have a, a great Friday. Thank you very much for this. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. All right, everyone. This is a wrap for today's episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. We have much more to come.